Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need right at your fingertips and all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, my queens? How have you been? How did your week go? Did you do anything fun? Did you learn anything new? I didn't learn anything new. My fun thing is that I went to in this moment with my best friend and had the time of my life. OMG. If that is I If you love costume changes and out there, berserk, wild, crazy, adventurous, loud. These are the, this is the concert for you. You need to sign up, find tickets, buy tickets, go see her. She is absolutely fucking amazing. Other than that, nothing else new for me. So, let's get into this week's episode, which is creating healthy habits, which aren't necessarily like just food or diet. It can be your mental health, your relationship health, or your body health. So, I'm going to cover what I do and what works for me and what hasn't worked for me, just to throw out some thoughts, ideas, and suggestions for you, and hopefully some of them help. I would love to know what you do or have done or what hasn't worked for you. You can shoot me an email. You can drop a message on any one of the social media handles, and let's go. So, my husband and I decided to get healthy diet-wise and change our eating habits last year. So, we started doing keto, and at first I was totally against it. I was like, no, I don't want to be omitting certain food groups and just not eating certain things. But I was like, if that's what you want to do... I will do low carbs so that I can make dishes that are keto for you that are, you know, for dinner. So I'm not making several different meals for all of us that are still delicious. But if I choose to have a burger and fries, I'm going to do that or, you know, whatever. I was not for it. But after several months of 
cooking keto meals for him for dinner and like helping him food prep his lunches, I started implementing a lot more low carb meals for myself and then eating a lot more keto dishes. And we both ended up losing a shit ton of weight, which was awesome. But then we went to a St. Patty's Day party and we both had a bunch of noodles and some other stuff that we hadn't had in quite a long time. And we both got really sick. I cannot eat noodles or anything like that anymore unless I cook them myself. Like if I make a homemade noodles or homemade bread, I can eat it and I don't have stomach issues. So I ended up taking one of those like Everly Well tests, you know, those intolerance tests. And it turns out that I am allergic to a shit ton of preservatives and a bunch of other crap that's in food these days. So I can't eat half the crap anyway. Otherwise I get super bloated. I have gas. I end up getting diarrhea or like stomach cramping. Yeah, I know. Probably TMI. But the more you know, the better, right? Not always. But anyway. So now I eat a primarily low carb slash keto. I mean, I still have some carbs, but not, not nearly as many as not even close. I mean, it's a fraction of what I used to eat and our blood pressure is down. Our blood sugar is better. There's so many health benefits from doing it. Taking care of my mental health is very important to me. So last year I ended up going back to my doctor and going back on my anxiety and depression medication because I felt like things just weren't working out and I wasn't coping with everyday life properly without it. I love listening to podcasts. I also set limits and clear expectations for my family, friends, and work. So with that one, I am a planner. And Lisa knows this. My mom knows this. So when things pop up suddenly... She knows that most of the time I end up declining because if it's not in my schedule ahead of time, I struggle to do things on the fly or having the plans change six million times. Like even if we have something planned, like we're going to go to dinner and a movie on Thursday night, but we don't quite know which movie we're going to go see yet or where we're going to go for dinner. Okay. I can still, you know, it's, it's planned, but then it's, Oh, well, this came up, so we're going to push dinner back an hour, and then we're, because of that, instead of seeing this movie, now we're seeing this movie, and then another person is like, oh, well, I can't do that, so let's just cancel the dinner plans and just go see the movie, and then I'm, like, getting really stressed out and anxious about it, like, oh, uh, we can't be changing it this many times, I'm freaking out. 
But maybe I'm just crazy. The other thing I do find important is your relationships. So for me, putting the phone away is a huge thing. When we're when I'm spending time with someone, I want it to be good quality time, not just the quantity of time together. Even if it's literally just 15 minutes of me and my husband going for a walk together and having a short conversation. That walk means so much more with us having that conversation in that 15 minutes than spending an hour in the living room on the two different couches and we're both playing on our phones but like somewhat having a conversation with each other. Half of that conversation I probably won't even remember because I was playing on my phone and he probably didn't even hear half of my convert what I said because he was playing on his phone. And if you schedule time, stick with it. My husband and I haven't always been that great at doing that. We tend to put our marriage relationship on the back burner a lot of the times so that we can take care of our kids or our parents or our siblings or friends. And then we're overwhelmed, we're stressed, we're kind of at each other's throats and it's been two months since we've gone out on a date or spent any quality time together. So we've really been focusing on getting better at that and spending some more, some more quality time together. Sometimes it's just as simple as cooking dinner together. Whether it's with your child or your significant other, you know, or playing a board game, having a conversation, doing a workout, or taking a walk. Those are just a few things that we do to try to spend some quality time together where the phone's not there, there's no other distractions going on, and you really get that quality time in. And don't feel like your time Demanding t valuable time is selfish because it's not. Having that one-on-one -on -one with each other, whether it's your child, your friend, or your significant other, it, it's not selfish to insist on quality time. Now, if body health is important to you, then work on taking very good care of it. Whether that's, you know, going to the hair salon to keep up with your color or getting your haircuts on a regular basis, taking good care of your skin, seeing as that's the largest organ on your body. So that one's a big one for me. And if you want to hear more on that one, you can take a listen to Get Your Glow On. I don't remember the exact number of the episode right now. But, if you scroll on down, if you haven't listened to it already, there's a lot of great information in there on taking care of your skin. Knowing when to seek professional help is a, a good key to staying healthy as well. Whether it's for your diet, for your skin, for your mental health, for 
professionals are there to help. And seeking out professional help does not make you weak or incompetent. And you don't have to start all at once on creating healthy habits. You just decide where to start. It's no different than maybe starting a food diet where you just start with a few things here and a few things there and work your way up fully into that diet. Or say you want to switch from chemical-based products to all-natural of course, it's going to be a huge financial burden if you throw out all of your cleaning supplies and then go buy all natural, where instead of you could maybe, you know, start one at a time. So say you ran, you're up, if I could talk, say you are getting low on toothpaste and you need to replace it. Buy an organic or all natural toothpaste instead of buying the other one that you were using prior, and so on and so forth. Your deodorant, your shampoo, your conditioner. Every time you have to replace it, just swap it out for a all natural one. And then you can move on to household cleaning products and so on and so forth, if that's something that you would like to do. It's just an example. Or say you want to eat better, start you know, with just one thing at a time, like instead of having half your plate be noodles or rice or bread, have a quarter of your plate be that and then half your plate be vegetables and like work your way up instead of totally getting rid of noodles or rice or bread so that it's not such a leap for you. When you try to do too much at once is when you can get overwhelmed and end up giving up. So keep adding more after you've mastered each step. And as you go along, before you know it, it becomes second nature and less of a chore. I would love to know what your healthy habits are for skin, for your mental health, for your diet, shoot them on over to queenbeespodcast at gmail.com. Send us a message on any one of the social media handles. Share this with a friend. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes, which drop on Fridays. And I think that's pretty much it. So until next time.